How how is your day going? Um fine. I've done nothing today. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I did nothing yesterday. I've been animating. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I was doing everything yesterday. We did have a tornado warning yesterday. Um Oh. And so you know, we have right now in our house, we have two cats who don't get along. We have three mm-hmm. dogs who live in an outside shed and Dash, my lizard. So um, Dash just stayed in his cage, which is probably the most dangerous place for him to stay because it's uh, by a window and he's in a glass case. But I was pretty much like, well, so we put one cat in my cousin's room, one cat in my room. She thankfully went under the bed uh, and then we had to bring the three dogs downstairs a uh, bear who loves humans was like, oh, cool, let's go do this. But he had a cone on his head, so he's just, like, bonking into everything. Uh, <laughs> both uh, Boomer, we know, hates going downstairs. So he was, like, freaking out. But, like, basically, once my brother carried him down, he was like, I'm just gonna drink a bunch of water and be stressed <laughs> in a corner alone. And then Rocky, we've never brought him in the basement ever before. Um but, like, they were legitimately, like, if you are in this county, my county, get to shelter. And so we're, like, okay. We, like, heard the alarms. And we're, like, we're going. We got to bring the dogs in. And Rocky, like, my dad ended up tying a tie around him to try to harness him down. And he, like, we have a wood floor down here. And he does not like that. He does not like having no friction or anything to hold on to because he slips and slides around. So he, like, got on the carpet and, like, hit under me and my dad's legs. Like, he's, like, he's like waving his tail and everything, but he's also panting and stressed. So it was a little much. Yikes. Yeah, I don't have tornadoes out here. Nice. Although one happened not too far from here, just a bit east. So I think they're coming for me. <laughs> Anyways. I wouldn't say we have, like, a lot of tornadoes. We have, um... We're like right on the end of Tornado Alley, so we get we get our fair yeah, few. But like, but like they they aren't supposed to be a thing out here. Yeah, but you guys and have then one happened. Yeah, but you guys have um, the Cascadia subduction event. You have earthquakes. What is that? That That's sounds the big one. Oh right. The so when one. y'all hear that that happens on the news, don't expect an episode for a while. Yeah, don't expect because <laughs> who knows if she'll have electricity, water, or anything. No, I probably won't. Be kitted up, dude. <laughs> Get one of those kits already. <laughs> Keep telling me. About oh, it. I mean, I won't have. I won't have electricity. I'll. I'll have my. I'll have my. I'm moving, so I'll finally have a place to build my. Not build, but yeah. make my. Store all of my stuff. Perfect. For. So that's there's yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Learn about what's, what natural disasters could happen in your place and prepare for them. Yes. Maybe your paper puts out an emergency preparedness guide. Yeah. Like mine does. And also, if you're driving and see a tornado, don't go under bridges. They form tunnels. That sucks. It's a common misconception that the safest place to go in case of a tornado and you're driving is in under a bridge, but it's not because it can form an air tunnel. Uh, you actually, it's preferable that you, one, stay in the car, and if it's absolutely, like, the worst thing, uh, get into a ditch. Yeah, I've always heard the ditch thing. Yeah, the ditch thing. They they say, like, you know, ideally, like, go drive somewhere and, like, get into actual shelter, but, like, if you have to, get into a ditch. I actually don't know if you have to, like, if you want to leave your car or stay in your car. 
Hang on. I don't want to misinform anyone. Hang on. Emergency preparedness with Maureen and Brenna. Oh, vehicles are extremely risky. <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting this from okay. a .gov place, so this is legit. Uh, when there's no yeah, safe... Yeah, in a ditch. When there's no safe option in caught in a tornado in a car, uh, just slightly, there's no safe option when get, when caught in a tornado in a car, just slightly less dangerous ones. <laughs> if the tornado is visible far away and the traffic is light, you may be able to drive out of its path um, by moving at right angles to the tornado. Uh, seek shelter. Uh, stay in the car with your seatbelt on. Put your head down below the windows. Cover your head with your hands and blanket coat or other cushions if possible. Um, if you can safely get noticeably lower than the level of the roadway, leave your car and lie in that area. So, ditch. Yes. Oh, and avoid seeking shelter under bridges, which can create deadly traffic hazards while offering little protection under flying debris. Don't believe the bridge thing. It's not true. Well, they have specific ones, like if you're in a church or a theater. Don't panic. All of these start with do not panic. So don't panic. Yeah. Because I'm Emberheart. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? We've had so many, uh, breakaways into like random factoids only the last one i think our our beautiful space cat did relate though no yeah that was yeah so so tell me more it was about cats let's learn more about cats though um so you remember what happened last time nope (laughs) i don't know why you even asked that anymore it's obvious i don't that's fair but, um, so last time, Fireheart was heading out to WinClan to try to convince Tallstar to talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, actually, I do remember. And he ran into, um, I don't remember which one of the cronies it was, but he ran into- Dirt one of, Stripe. Yeah, Dirt Stripe. That's not his real name, but we're gonna call him Dirt Stripe. Uh, we ran into him bringing, um, Bramble Kit and- Not Bramble Kit. Yeah, Bramble Kit oh, and Tawny nice. Kit. Bramble Kit and Tawny Kit to, uh, uh, to Tiger Star, uh, a un, an, a not permissed, uh, a, they were not given permission to take this field trip, <laughs> um, and thankfully, uh, Fireheart ran in there right before it got dicey for him to explain who this guy was, but they did find out that their dad is a leader, and so now he's gonna have the talk with them which is not the talk as we know but more so why your dad is no longer part of our clan and how he betrayed me and our leader yay a very important a very important talk for all young uh warriors to get (laughs) yes um yeah so that happens yep and um he's racing across the moor towards wind clan camp he hasn't seen any cats yet, but he's close to panic as he realizes how little time is left. Oh, yeah, because at nightfall, uh, Blue Star's like, I'm doing it. You don't get yeah. You don't get to talk me out of this one. Well, they attack at dawn. Oh, they attack at dawn. So, yeah, he's got a little time, but still not a lot. Not a lot. Um, he smells prey, and as hungry as he is, he knows he can't take it. But there's a hunting party, and he hides to see who it is. 
He's relieved to see one whisker and gorse paw, but his heart sinks when he sees that Mudclaw is the third cat. Ugh. Mudclaw. I I don't know if I've made this joke already, but Mudclaw just reminds me of uh, Skyrim, because Mudclaw... No, Mud Crabs are um, (laughs) the, like... (laughs) low-level enemies in that game and i also think in the new fallout but um the new fallout the most recent fallout um and they're just like these annoying little things that just pop out of the ground and attack you so that's what i envision just like a little skittering jerk oh lordy so the prey um they had made it so that they couldn't scent him and um gorse paw falls behind and fireheart calls out to him Psst. over here Psst. in the bracken <laughs> hey kid uh want to hear about something awful so gorsepaw is super surprised to see fireheart yeah and um rightfully hiding in the bushes weird yep so, just being a weirdo um, fire fireheart tells him to tell one whisker he's here but not mudclaw yeah, don't. don't he has to me. talk to One Whisker. I really it's important for both of their clans. He's like, I really gotta talk to him, but not the other one. Yes, and he's got to trust him. And the des the desperation in his tone convinces Gorsepaw, who nice. says, "All right, wait here." Nice. And as he heads off, Fireheart waits deeper into the bracken. So One Whisker approaches. It says, Fireheart, is that you? And Fireheart says, thanks, StarClan. He thought he wasn't coming. (laughs) I was sweating for like five minutes and I got really, really nervous, man. So One Whisker tells him that this better be good. And his hard stare has no trace of its usual friendliness. Well, yeah, I mean, after what happened at the last uh, gathering, I don't blame him. Yeah... And he tells him that if Mudclaw knew he was here, he'd be crow food. And he's sticking his neck out for Fireheart, and he hopes it's worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth it. And Fireheart promises it is. He must speak to Tallstar. It's important. And one whisker asks what it's about, because Tallstar will have his fur if he brings a Thunderclan cap into camp without a very good reason. And Fireheart can't tell them. Great. Tell him. He's like, I can't tell any cat except Tallstar. But he, but One Whisker has to believe him. It's for the good of both of the clans. <sighs> One Whisker hesitates. Well, yeah, with with that kind of selling, why would you even believe him? He wouldn't do this for any cat but Fireheart, and so he beckons Fireheart to follow him as he takes off across the moor. Hey guys, I'll be right back. Don't worry about it. Don't look at me. So One Whisker leads him to the Wind Clan camp. Tallstar is by the fresh kill pile, but looks up when Deadfoot nudges him and whispers to him. So Tallstar pads across the clearing to One Whisker and Fireheart. His deputy follows, with Barkface the medicine cat and Mudclaw close behind. The medicine cat's name is Barkface? Barkface. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was like thinking in the realm of like running nose, Barkface. No. So, um, well, One Whisker, <laughs> Tallstar's voice was level, giving nothing away. Why have you brought Fireheart here? What's up with this? One Whisker tells him that Fireheart needs to talk to him. And Tallstar says, he's here, so talk. And Fireheart says that, uh, what he has to say isn't for all ears. And 
he thinks he hears a growl in Tallstar's throat. <laughs> but uh, Tallstar says, very well, they'll go to his den. And he tells Deadfoot and One Whisker to come with him. Yeah. I thought he was just going to, like, invite him on his own. And I was like, that's bad move, dude. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. So they get into his den. And Fireheart says, uh, you know, Tallstar knows Bluestar isn't happy about the loss of prey. <laughs> so we all know Bluestar's lost it. Like, officially. Well, Tallstar bristles and tells him that WindClan did not steal prey from ThunderClan. I know that. Deadfoot says they found scattered remains, too. And Deadfoot thrusts his muzzle to Fireheart and asks if he's sure ThunderClan hasn't been stealing prey from them themselves. And Fireheart forces himself not to flinch. And he says, no, I don't believe any cats have stolen any prey. Because there's a dog. Yeah, one whisker asks, what happens to it then? Like, what's happened to it? And Fireheart tells them, it's a dog. Doy. They've smelled him. They've found his dung. Always got to bring up that dung. Always. One whisker's like, a dog? Loose from its two legs? And Fireheart says he's certain of it. Could be, meows Tallstar. They've been scenting dog as well. But they're always up here with their two legs. Mm-hmm. But sounding more confident, he says, yes, it could be a dog killing the rabbits. He'll see that his patrols keep a lookout. Okay, this is going well. Hold. And Deadfoot tells Fireheart that uh, he didn't come all this way to tell him that. So what's on your mind, Fireheart? Yeah, what, what real casual thing are you here to talk to us about that you literally came here in almost the middle of the night to talk to us about? <laughs> So Fireheart takes a deep breath. He doesn't want to betray Blue Star by telling them about the attack. <laughs> but maybe he could convince Tallstar that a talk could avoid a future battle. Tallstar's not going to know just how imminent that future is. <laughs> so there might be like a battle at some point because of this. So... So um, he tells them that he can't convince Blue Star about the dog. He tells them she feels threatened by WindClan, and sooner or later, sooner wink, or later, wink. it will end up in a battle unless they do something. Tallstar asks what he expects him to do. <laughs> She's Fireheart's leader. I feel That's like his problem. I feel like Fireheart's like I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> I didn't think I. Should, I didn't, I didn't think, think I'd get this do. far, honestly. Well, Fireheart dares to take a couple steps towards Tallstar. He's come to ask him to hold a meeting. Maybe if they could discuss things in private, they could make peace. Deadfoot asks, Bluestar wants a meeting? Last time she looked ready to claw our throats out. And uh, Fireheart confesses that uh, this isn't Bluestar's idea, it's his. And all three WindClan cats stare at him. <laughs> This uppity, straight from the kitty pet life deputy thinks <laughs> he can just do this. What? Well, one whisker, one whisker breaks the silence. Does that mean he's going behind his leader's back? Oh, I would say slightly perpendicular. <laughs> Fireheart insists is for the good of both clans, and he kind of expects to be chased out. But Tallstar <laughs> is looking. Thoughtful. He would he would much rather talk than fight. But how would they arrange it? 
How willing would Blue Star be to listen if she knows that Fireheart talked to them first without their knowledge? Tallstar says. Really? Tallstar says perhaps it would be best if they sent a messenger. But could Fireheart guarantee the safety of a Wind Clan cat in Thunder Clan territory? Send a baby. <laughs> Fireheart is silent, which is an answer in of itself. Nope. And Tallstar says he won't risk one of his warriors. Send a baby. And he's <laughs> he's sorry, but if Blue Star decides to talk. She knows where to find them. Uh, well, that went and better And he tells than... One Whisker to take Fireheart back to Four Trees. Okay. So that could have gone worse. Let's all agree. But it could have gone better. Wait. Fireheart protests. <laughs> he knows what they can do. Ravenpaw could take the message for him. He used to be a ThunderClan cat, and Bluestar has given him permission to enter ThunderClan territory. Smart thinking! Says it may work, and so Fireheart turns to One Whisker and tells him to go now. And tell him to ask Blue Star to meet Tallstar at dawn at Four Trees. There was barely enough time for all of this to happen, but Fireheart sends a silent prayer to Star Clan. I'm just imagining Ravenpaw being woken up in the middle of his comfy sleep and just being like, oh, what? You need to go tell all this stuff. I'm not, like, in the clans. I don't have to do anything. Please! Okay, okay. So One Whisker looks to Tallstar, who nods, and then at once turns to leave. And, uh, Tallstar narrows his eyes at Fireheart. Why does he think there's something he's not telling him? Because there is, obvi. He doesn't press any further, but tells Fireheart that it's time for him to go. He'll be at Four Trees at dawn, but that's all he can do. If Blue Star wants peace, she must be there. You know, if Blue Star ends up ignoring Ravenpaw and ends up attacking, this is going to look like the worst kind of trap. That Fireheart mm. lured away the leader from his camp before it got attacked. Yeah. It <laughs> looked really, really bad. It looks super bad. So hopefully that doesn't happen! But Fireheart repeats four trees at dawn and then follows Deadfoot out. So back in his own territory, he begins feeling shaky on his paws since he, like, hasn't eaten at all all day. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he forces himself to stop to hunt, and he feels strength flow back to him with the power of food. Woo! Yeah. Um, so he heads back to camp, and as he's going down the ravine, Whitestorm is behind him with his patrol. And he tells him that everything was quiet. And says, uh, maybe the dog found its way back to his two legs. Oh, right. I forgot they sent and him Fireheart... out to look Yeah. And Fireheart wants to tell Whitestorm where he's been. They find a quiet corner of camp, and he tells Whitestorm everything. Good. I'm glad he finally talked to Whitestorm like I said he should. So Whitestorm stares at him in disbelief. <laughs> he went behind Blue Star's back. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, slightly. But I think it was more perpendicular- and Fireheart, but Fireheart says, like, what else could I do? And Whitestorm's like, uh, he could have consulted him or any of the senior warriors. Yeah, that would... They could have helped him find a solution. <laughs> Fireheart doesn't know how to help, how to delegate. That's his one weakness. <laughs> and um, Whitestorm's fur is actually bristling angrily. Oh, okay. I didn't expect this to go this way. Um, Fireheart apologizes. He didn't want anyone else to get in trouble, 
and he did what he thought was best. Can you get fired from being deputy? Yeah. Oh. Well, star packet by your heart. <laughs> so White Storm says that they should tell the other warriors about this. They'll need to be ready for Blue Star's attack in case Ravenpaw doesn't get here in time. And even if she agrees to meet, she'll want a patrol behind her. And he'd bet a moon of dawn patrols that Tallstar could guess something was up. So they can't <laughs> be sure that he won't ambush them. And Fireheart says he's right. He trusts them. He trusts them. But they should be prepared. Whitestorm will find apprentices to guard the camp. And Fireheart needs to gather the warriors. I feel like this is a good point to bring up today's cat fact. Yes. Now... Wind Clan and Fire, uh, not Fire Clan. Wind Clan and Thunder Clan aren't exactly having like the same issue that River Clan and uh, Fire uh, Thunder Clan are having. Uh, but here's your cat fact of the day, folks. Um, cats have strategies for sharing spaces. Oh. In 2013, so strangely enough. Uh, a team of scientists attached uh, GPS trackers and cameras to 50 felines uh, in Shamley Green, Surrey for a BBC special. So this was in the wild in Britain. So a warrior cat setting. Okay. And they okay. found that the cats appeared to timeshare territory to avoid squabbles with other felines. Though the cat cams that they wore did capture a few fights. So, what I'm saying is diplomacy is possible. So, fingers Mm -hmm. crossed, folks. Fingers crossed. So, Fireheart runs across the clearing to the warrior's den. Most of them were there, asleep. Yep, (laughs) because it's the middle of the night. So, he prods Sandstorm and tells her to wake the others. He and Whitestorm have something important to tell them. And Sandstorm gets up. What does he mean, something important? It's the middle of the night. He gathers the rest of the warriors, but doesn't grab Cinderpelt, thinking it would be better to tell her individually. When he returns to the warrior's den, everyone is there and awake, and Fireheart tells them everything. Everything? Everything. Uh Uh-oh. His clanmates listen in stunned silence, (laughs) and he's acutely aware of Sandstorm's gaze, but can't bring himself to look at her. (laughs) <laughs> he finishes his story and braces for an outburst. Fair. But no one knows what to say. They're all so shocked. Mousefur asks Whitestorm if he agrees with what Fireheart did. And Whitestorm says he wouldn't have done it, but he thinks Fireheart is right about not attacking WindClan. He doesn't believe they've taken any prey. Victory! There's a dog loose. Victory! He scented it himself. Victory. That's enough of a victory. <laughs> <laughs> and Mousefur says she has two at Snake Rocks. And Brackenfur says at Four Trees, too. They can't blame WindClan for that. But you're asking us to keep secrets from Blue Star. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's just what I did. Sandstorm rose to her paws, and at last, Fireheart is forced to meet her challenging green stare. Yeah, Sandstorm, challenge him. Even though I don't agree with you right now, uh, do do that. And he feels dismay. He had not expected her to be the first to object. 
and he you apologizes. <laughs> That's like one of her main things she likes to do. Yeah. But no, he didn't. <laughs> Alright. And he tells her he didn't think he had a choice. Darkstripe growls. Just what he'd expect from a kitty pet. Darkstripe, you literally... Does he have any idea what the warrior code means? Shut up, Darkstripe. You're the last yeah, person who should much. be saying anything right now. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, you know. You know, dirt stripe. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Fireheart says he knows very well what it means. And it's because of his loyalty Do to the you? clan that he doesn't want them to fight an unnecessary battle. He respects Star Clan as much as any cat. And he doesn't believe it's their will that they attack tonight. Yeah, Star Clan. Dark Stripe twitches his ear scornfully, but says no more. I don't know why he didn't just say Star Clan sent me a dream, but I guess he's not supposed to really be getting Star Clan dreams. Yeah, he has. He's never really like discussed that in detail with anyone. Yeah, and it's not like that's supposed to be for like leaders and medicine cats. And also, the dream he had was also <laughs> Soup's uh, upper interpretation. Let's be fair. Yes. Well, I mean, it said that no battle should be happening. Yeah, I mean, so. it said no battle would happen, but like. That can mean a lot of things. <laughs> oh, whatever. He doesn't say anything about Star Clan's dream. There's like another. But fire. he wonders if he's winning the support of his warriors. And it's not like technically they're at war right now with Star Clan, so I don't know how much heft that has. Yeah. Yeah. So Fireheart wonders if he's winning the support of his warriors and realizes uncomfortably that. When Blue Star gave her last life, he may have to lead this clan. <laughs> and if he can't he demand only... their loyalty and respect, the task would be impossible. I can't believe he's only realizing that now. <laughs> well, I don't know why that wasn't oh, like I, I don't know. I, like I understand like the deputy came with like a lot more like responsibilities and stuff, but I, that would be like the second thought I would have of oh man oh no oh poor Fireheart. So he tells them desperately that this is what's important. Wind Clan hasn't done anything wrong. And they have enough to do with rebuilding the camp, keeping up patrols, without unnecessary without like fighting an unnecessary dangerous battle. Yeah, I mean we're like... how will they keep themselves fed and prepared for leaf fair if they have warriors injured or even killed? Yeah. We have a lot going on, folks. Yeah. And Brindleface speaks up and says he's right. Our children would be in that battle. We don't want them hurt for nothing. <laughs> and Frostfur nods in agreement. Others still murmured among themselves. And again, he's aware of Sandstorm and the distress in her pale green eyes. She must be torn between her loyalty to Blue Star and her commitment to him. And Fireheart wants nothing more than to press himself against her fur and forget everything. Oh, Jesus. In the sweet stop smell of her fur. Stop, ew, stop avoiding your problems by sweet ladies. Yeah, well, he can't do that because he has to stand in front of his warriors and wait for their verdict. And Longtail asks, what does he want them to do? Fireheart says he'll need a party of warriors ready to go with Bluestar to Four Trees. If Ravenpaw doesn't come, if Bluestar doesn't agree... Then she'll lead us into battle. And if that happens, his voice fails him. Uh. Yes, then what? Sandstorm demands. 
Does he want them to disobey Blue Star's direct orders, turn away and run? Dustpelt. Tell Fireheart what a mouse-brained idea that is. Whoa! Yeah, Dustpelt? I was like, what? (laughs) You're my friend again? Yeah, he's surprised. Well, Fireheart knew that part of why Dustpelt didn't like him very much is that Sandstorm clearly preferred Fireheart now. So, uh... Fireheart braces himself for some more criticism. Look at Sandstorm playing these men like fiddles. Playing their heartstrings. <laughs> wow. Well, Dustpelt says he doesn't know. Fireheart's right. It's a bad time for a battle. And no one believes WindClan is stealing prey. If Bluestar thinks so, then, well, he breaks off, scuffling his paws in confusion. <laughs> And Fireheart says it's understandable that Blue Star can't trust Wind Clan. He's like instinctively defending her now. Um, because they did stop her from going to the High Stones, and there hasn't been a dog loose in the forest before. But there's also no evidence that Wind Clan took these rabbits, and plenty that a dog did. So Mosfer asks uh, what Fireheart suggests to do if it does come to a battle return to camp when Blue Star gives the order to attack. What? No, Fireheart says. Um, Tallstar seemed willing to talk to Bluestar in peace. If they're lucky, they'll only have one or two warriors with them. It won't come to a fight. And Mousefur says that's a pretty big if. <laughs> and if Wind Clan assumes the same thing, they could ambush them. They'd be crow food. Yeah, so Longtail says, I'm not going. Let Wind Clan tear us apart. I'm not a mouse brain. Wait, who's not going? Longtail. And Dustpelt says, no, you're a coward. And Longtail... (laughs) Longtail protests shrilly. No, he's a loyal ThunderClan cat. Fireheart says, that's fine. We don't need every warrior. Longtail can stay and guard the camp. And he says that that goes for the rest of them. If they don't want to be a part of this, they can stay. So Whitestorm says he'll go. He thinks they can trust Tallstar not to fight if there's an alternative. And Brackenfur agrees to go, as does Dustpelt. But he warns that if there's a fight, he'll attack. He won't be clawed apart for any cat. Darkstripe agrees to go, but Mousefur refused. She said she's sorry. She thinks Fireheart's talking sense, but that's not the point. The warrior code isn't something you stick to when you feel like it. Her leader, if she ordered her to attack. Well, well, well. Looking at examples in the past, it kind of is. But all right, um, sure. Let's keep going. Yeah. Who else wants to come? Roll call. Brindleface says she'll go. She doesn't want to see her kits torn to pieces in a battle they don't have to fight. Jeez. Okay. Thanks, Brindleface, for keeping and it real. Crossfire says, yeah. And Frostfur says, yes, she'll go too. They don't raise kits to fight in unjust battles. Yeah, for the babies. Fireheart has to turn to face Sandstorm. He mews her name hesitantly. Her head is down. She won't meet his gaze. But she'll go with him. She knows he's right about the dog, but she still hates lying to Blue Star. It's Fireheart moves to her side to give her ear a quick lick. It's just selective but she truth. jerks away without looking at him. <laughs> Yikes. Yup. 
so Darkstripe asks about the apprentices. Does he want them to come? And says Fernpaw is too young to get involved. Dustpelt agrees. Yes. Yes, he <laughs> is. He is baby. He's a baby. Fernpaw, she. She's a baby. And Fireheart suppresses a purr of amusement at Dustpelt's soft spot for Darkstripe's apprentice. Whitestorm says that he would prefer to keep Brightpaw out of it. And Brackenfur asks, would Bluestar think it's odd if they didn't take any apprentices, though? And Fireheart's like, yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. So um, they're going to take Swiftpaw and Cloudpaw. I was going to be like, Cloudpaw. But only if Bluestar wants that many cats with her. And they will wait to tell them. Because if they tell the apprentices... Yeah, uh, they'll turn into hype beasts and they'll just be like, Alright! My first battle! (laughs) And um, he actually realizes that he has more warriors on his side than he needs. If Bluestar agrees to talk, it would kind of be weird to take a whole battle patrol to go with her. Mm, Maybe not, though. So he asks if Frostfur and Brackenfur would mind staying behind, and they nod. The rest of them better get some sleep. They leave at moonset. So what time is it now? I feel like I have no concept because, like, a lot has happened in a short amount of time. Um, I think when he went to talk to Tallstar, it was probably around dusk because cats were still awake and stuff. So, dusk. Um, and then as he... It's like 2 um, a.m. now. <laughs> well, maybe maybe a little before because he met um, the evening patrol when he came back, an evening um, hunting patrol. So maybe when he got back, it was about dusk. So we, we went in, like, the mid-evening. Yeah. And then, yeah. This timeline can't make sense, I guess, if you squint at it. <laughs> well, because he, I mean, he left camp in the morning. Oh, really? Because Sandstorm, yeah, because Sandstorm was on the dawn patrol. Oh. And she wasn't there. Mm. So, like, Blue Star yelled at him in the morning, and then um, he left. But then, of course, he got sidetracked. Of course. With the whole <clears throat> that thing. And, yeah, so I'd say, like, mid-afternoon to evening, maybe he got to Wind Clan camp and got back around dusk. And it, it's dark now, because obviously cats had gone to sleep yeah. already. So. Because for some reason, these cats stick to a nighttime routine instead of like and all the time like every other animal yes well you know yeah relatable so yeah i think that's the so they still have some time to leave before moonset oh jeez. which is just before dawn they've got a little time so fireheart's gonna have to tell cinderpelt because uh he said he wanted to talk to her privately all right yeah so that's the end of my notes for now. But oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we actually got through a good amount. Oh wow! Okay, a weirdly short episode for us. Yeah, yeah, I thought I had more, but that's okay. Um, I guess we can we can sort of think about what how what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think is gonna happen? How many chapters are how left you... of this book? Are we past the? We are on chapter 13. And there's 30 in the total? Yeah, there's like 30. Oh, we're not even to the halfway point? Oh my god, I feel like we've been... 
I don't know why I feel like we've been on this book forever, even though I know where we haven't been. But jeez, Louise, I think we've had a bit of a um, sporadic recording schedule with this book. Yeah, but still, I, I feel I feel like we've still. been more like on it than we have in the past. Yeah, that's fair. Now, like I said, a lot happens in book five. So there's just kind of a lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's so much potential. Um. I guess what I think I I, mm, I want the meeting to go well. Uh. I don't know if like Blue Star can like handle it. So maybe it will. I think I think she'll agree to the meeting, but I think something's gonna happen and the meeting won't go well. I don't think it'll result Do you in think... a yeah. I don't think it'll result in a battle. But I think like something's gonna like go down, and it won't be great. Do you think? Do you think Ravenpaw's gonna get there in time? He's pretty speedy. I mean, he's a speedy. Little he doesn't boy. have like warrior training speed, but I mean, he's not like unfit. <laughs> I think he could make it. I hope he makes it, cause or, or like come up halfway and be like, oh wait, I have something to tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I hope Ravenpaw. And, but makes if Ravenpaw it. makes it, will Blue Star agree to? Will she agree to talk? I think she'll be suspicious. <laughs> she'll be really suspicious <laughs> and be like, "But I don't know." Now I'm questioning all of it. I'm questioning everything. I don't know. <sighs> do you think? Do you think she'll suspect Fireheart? Maybe, just because of like, uh. She finally, like, had kind of that moment where she kind of, like, turned on him and was like, you don't trust me or whatever that happened last episode. Mm -hmm. So maybe she'll... And then what is she going to do to him? I don't know. She almost smacked him around, which I'm not a fan of, but... (laughs) He gets fired from being deputy. (laughs) (laughs) Which wouldn't be bad, because I imagine White Storm's the next up, but it it would suck for Fireheart. (laughs) He'd, like, lose all the respect he has that anyone has given him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I do. I do appreciate Sandstorm once again uh, challenging him. Yeah. So yeah, she's not just gonna go along with anything. Yeah, she's not so starry-eyed and weak-kneed that she doesn't can't stand for herself and see what she believes. Exactly, and that's how why we appreciate Sandstorm. We appreciate Sandstorm so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all I can think of. All right. <laughs> well, I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?